Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. I use social media that really helps me have a pulse on things that I find important or I need to know in life. So in following people that I choose, I choose all types of people. And so in sports, I like to know the latest news, so that's something I enjoy. I also follow religion of all different denominations, including our Catholic faith, knowing what leaders or people that are very learned in the areas, what they think. And what I enjoy is when they attach articles to read. So that kind of keeps me up to date on things and getting me to think. I follow news organizations and politicians and civic leaders as well, because I think it's really important to have the pulse, because priests don't just minister or serve those who think like them, but rather I am to be pastor for all people at all times. And so it's important to know particular things in life. So I just don't follow people that I agree with, but I want to learn and I want to figure out where people are coming from. But I can fall into that humanity thing where I can get frustrated with different people that I follow. They may say things I don't agree with. Sometimes some of them are very whiny. They don't say anything positive on that. And what's worse is when people, even religious leaders, I think are against the kingdom of God. And I go, God, gee whiz, you know, why am I following these people? But it's important to know where people are coming from. And sometimes I can even call them names and going, what an idiot, you know? It's like, God, you know? They, I, I don't know why. They're just whining and complaining and negative. And you know what? Whenever they decide to put up a picture of a spouse, and they say, we are celebrating our 38th anniversary. I go, wow. I love when they put their pictures of their children and say, this is what makes life worth living. Another guy that I struggle with, and I'll put up a picture over the weekend, he said, these are my friends, and I love eating dinner with them. And this is what we had, and this is what I made. And you know, it really brings their humanity out. And I find that my disappointment in them or anger or frustrating or a conflict kind of really changes. They are human. We do have something in common. They can be loved by people. They do have loving hearts. And even though we may not always agree with things or I don't like what they stand for or what they do, maybe they do stupid things, huh? they are still human. And they always get my heart and they tug at me and going, we do have things in common. You are an important person. And I think as we begin the season of Lent this Wednesday, as we begin with Ash Wednesday, I think these readings along with the season of Lent for us as Christians can really help set a tone, especially how we treat one another. I think that's a real big challenge that we're going to be facing as a country, but also in the world. And it's something that's just perpetuated more because in our media world, it can be instantly shared in a matter of seconds. And it's always in our face. And we're going to be going through an election year. But what happens is that leaders of civic, the nation, even religion, neighborhoods, and even parishes can create a tone that is not respectful, that uses language that tears down, and it isn't good for people. And even Christians 
can find themselves in that kind of behavior, just watch the news. People who claim to be Christians and the way they speak about one another, the way they feel about one another is not very Christ-like. And that way, Lent, I think, is an important time to look at it. This Wednesday, we're going to begin the season of Lent with ashes. And it's not a holy day of obligations, but you Catholics come anyway, huh? Because we're giving something away, huh? There you are, huh? <laughs> Maybe the church could learn from you to say, you know, those other holy days you don't remember, but it's something that it's important and ingrained in you. It makes sense to be able to say you want to receive that. So we'll start off early, first thing in the morning. Those of you at work, I love watching television and seeing people on television wearing those ashes. What a great sign. But when we give you those ashes, our parish, and I'm sure other parishes do the same as well, we ask you a question as we give you the ashes that are placed on your forehead. Will you turn away from sin and be faithful to the gospel? And we want a response from you. And we want you to be honest. Huh? Yes, uh, I'll try. Maybe not. I don't know. Huh? We want you to be honest. Huh? To say where you're at because we're all at different levels because it's another Lent. Some Lents are greater than others, but here's God's invitation again in how we treat one another. Three things that we can remember in Lent. First of all, Lent of the 40 days to six weeks is one of prayer. And the prayer then is, how do we increase our prayer? For some, it's a weekday Mass. I don't know if you know that. Some of you don't know that we have Mass 365 days a year. Mass is celebrated, well, 364, because you don't do it on Good Friday. Huh? You still have communion at the main service. But every day, it's a shorter Mass, a shorter homily. Some of you might want to go to that Mass instead, huh? <laughs> but every day we have Mass, and some of you take that on. And pray that. Some of you increase your prayer. How about joining a small group or creating your own small group? You're all good at going to wine parties. You're all good at business deals. You're all good at seeing neighbors of who can babysit. And, and you love and you're good with school parents and things like that. But have you ever thought and maybe want to take the risk of using resources that are available for you just to talk about God? Talk about scriptures. Talk about how God is touching your life or what you're struggling with. People that you can develop a relationship after Mass under Touchdown Jesus. Sign up. You know, just part of a group. It's only six weeks. I think you can stand people for six weeks, huh? And it's a great commitment. Some of you do a great job with that. So what ways can we pray? Maybe a little silent prayer. Prayer of praying for other people. So how we do that is important, huh? Also, it's fasting. We fast. For if you're like me, I live for eating. Sometimes food is something to fast from, huh? And that can be one way to do that, to eat less, you know, to maybe not indulge in things that you normally do. But fasting can also be refraining from other things, huh? Maybe other things that we enjoy. Maybe we don't always have to have Starbucks coffee. Maybe we don't always have to have desserts. Huh? Maybe we can also fast from anger, or the lack of kindness. Maybe people that we find it difficult to pray for and endure. Sometimes a family member that we are in conflict with or that we're grieving. Maybe we can fast from acting out in ways that are inappropriate. How about fasting with our tongues from saying hurtful things about people? Our anger towards leaders. Our anger towards other people, our neighbors. Huh? 
That's also fasting. That's also releasing from that so it can really help us to turn away from sin. Almsgiving. Almsgiving means that we care for those in need. That is part of what Jesus encouraged us to do even during this time. And it could be one of time. It could be one of learning to love people that we struggle with. I think you and I can struggle with being judgmental, being fearful of different people, people that we've heard about or have wounded us in some way. Maybe the almsgiving is giving back to other people and knowing that we need to love them and to serve them, okay? On Fridays, Catholics do not eat meat on Fridays. I want you to know McDonald knows that. The devil knows that Catholics do that, huh? Atheists know Catholics do that. Huh? But some Catholics don't know that, huh? Yeah. And again, meat can symbolize maybe the luxuries of life, but it's also a great reminder that, that we don't eat meat. If you're a vegetarian, eat meat. I don't care. Do something, you know. Do something in a way that you're giving up. Now, don't call me if you're going to a party and you want to be absolved from that. Don't do that. <laughs> Coach Dallas Hickman is the man from our parish who hired me at Sunny Slope in 2006 to start coaching over there. And so we went to a spring football practice at ASU to watch the Sun Devils play, and they had the coaches there, and they invited us to eat a Friday night dinner with the team. Now, I don't know if you've ever eaten with big linemen, but they make Las Vegas buffets look like a little dinner plate, huh? <laughs> You know, they eat big, and so they invited us in, and my eyes got big because I thought I died and went to heaven. <laughs> the most ribs in one platter that you ever saw, huh? <laughs> Roast beef everywhere. I mean, and chicken, barbecue chicken. It was the best thing, and we were so excited. And then Dallas and I turned to one another and went, oh, man, it's Friday and Lent, huh? And so we had to eat tuna salad, Okay. <laughs> So if you're expecting Father to be compassionate for you so you can eat meat on Friday, don't call. But you know what? It's a great sign, but you can use other things as well. You know, what a great sign to reminder. And if you forget, just choose another day as well. The thing we need to remember that, that sometimes we enter, the Catholics are too good with Lent. You love it too much. You love suffering. That's something weird about you Catholics that I'll never understand. You do. I'm giving up root beer. Well, I'm giving up chocolate. And boy, am I a bear. Just leave me alone, you know. Giving up cigarettes and all that. And you know, the, by themselves, they can be good things. But once Easter comes, you go, woohoo, you're done. And then you quit. Huh? Same thing with Mass. You all show up for Mass at Lent. But once seven weeks of Easter begins, which Lent prepares us to celebrate, well, you're gone. And you stop. And that's why you only need to work on one thing at Lent. Some of you come up with a list of 50 things, and you never get anything done. All things are connected in life. If you work on one thing, it affects other period, things in life. So what are some things? Just remember one thing. You don't have to remember a whole list. How about being kind? During Lent, be kind. Sometimes we take it out on our spouses or our children or our parents because they're trapped. They have to love us. And you know what? I can be as nasty as I want to them because what are they going to do? Leave? You know, they're stuck. And sometimes we just take that for granted. We don't appreciate them. But being kindness, sometimes it means saying better words or refrain from being hurtful and being humiliating other people and degrading. 
And we do that sometimes because we're under stress. Sometimes we do that because we're mad at things. Sometimes because we can't let go of grudges. Somebody's wounded us and we just aren't able to take the steps to stop being unkind. Be kind to other people. You know, one of the worst things about living in our country, even in Scottsdale, and I keep telling you this, the way people treat one another is unbelievable. The service people you talk to, I hear, that, I hear confessions for a living. I don't know if you knew that or not. Huh? But the way that some people are saying that they talk, and some are parishioners. You know what? I think we're going to start recording every conversation at St. Pat. I'm, I'm being honest. Because it is embarrassing how some parishioners talk on the phone. And you think it's okay. That's not kindness. But then it perpetuates into your families, into your neighbors. And no wonder Paul would have a field day with the United States of America in the way that some of us treat one another. The lack of dignity, the lying, the, the humiliation that we cause. And we think it's okay. We don't have a problem with it because our agenda is winning. Or that's how we feel, or that's the way it is. Be kind. Be kind. The other one would probably say, also, honor the absent. Honor the absent. How do you speak when people aren't there? How do you speak about them? You know, that's one thing when you need a special friend. Someone that you can trust, that you can talk about because someone at work is wounding you. There's a family member that has made you sad. There's something that's going on in your life that you have to talk about with a friend. And it's okay to choose one person. But what's not okay is to tell 20 people about your problem. Okay? Honor the absent means how do you speak about people when they're not present? That causes woundedness. That causes division. What Paul says is an affront to God and to his people. How do you speak with one, behind one another? Give people the benefit of the doubt. Give people the benefit of the doubt. Sometimes you and I jump to conclusions because we're busy and we don't have time to figure things out, so we just assume you're that way. Well, I've heard this story many times, so it applies to you. Well, you've always been that way. Ever since I've known you for 20 years or 30 years, you're always that way and you're never going to change. I think giving people the benefit of the doubt means that there's goodness. Just like I have to on social media, when people drive me up the wall and I think they're crazy, and yet they show me a human side that makes me go, oh, they are human. They are like me. They do love and care people. Sometimes they're just jerks. And that's the other thing. Don't be a jerk. Really? <laughs> you know, I was telling someone, that's the only thing you remember every Lent. That's all you repeat is don't be a jerk. Huh? I can explain to you the mysteries of God, and you wouldn't remember that. You'd go, yeah, hey, he said don't be a jerk. <laughs> Whatever works. Huh? But yeah, don't be a jerk. Okay? I think Lent is very important for our country and for the world. And what's really sad is when Christians become instigator of disrespectful language, of belittling, and never challenging leaders when they do such horrible acts. To be silent 
is to allow it to happen, but to change our lives and by our mouths calling people out and saying, that's not good behavior. Okay? That doesn't mean you hate the person. And it doesn't mean you belittle him. You always do that respectful. But you have to call the truth out. And the truth comes from Jesus Christ and how we treat one another. So this Lent begins, be kind. Honor the absent. Be kind. Give people the benefit of the doubt. Be kind. Thank you for listening to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Homily Podcast. We are Christian Disciples in Mission, 